welcome to the 13th episode of Regular Ray of Sunshine. I feel so much positivity right now, like this is just a wonderful day and I hope that maybe I can spread that through um, my voice or something, but I just... I have high expectations for today and I just feel like it's going to be great. And it doesn't even matter how the day um, is set up to be if I have so much work to do. If I start with this mindset, um, which today came natural for me. But if you just start with that mindset that like, today's going to be amazing. Then no, you're not setting yourself up for failure because you have high expectations but you're looking for the positivity like you're really like today's going to be great and you're creating that statement you're creating that statement and what our brains do when they hear you know when they um, create a statement is they're trying their best to prove that statement right so when you for the whole day are like this day is great then you're going to, like, find reasons why today is great. And even the bad stuff happening, you've already, you're already so aware of the good stuff. The bad stuff is, like, you're like, yeah, this bad thing happened. But, like, before that, I had amazing breakfast. Um, Someone smiled at me, which was really nice. I found I don't know money on the floor I saw beautiful flowers whatever you're really appreciating those little beautiful moments so yeah if you're listening to this um the beginning of your day then maybe try to have it today if you're listening to this at the end of your day maybe you can try this for your next day but surprisingly, even though I started off with such a strong positivity, um, it is not about a like positivity and a positive mindset. It is, however, still a positive episode, a very positive one. So, you read the title, and I wrote the title especially like this, um, because I didn't want it to be like a guide how you can connect with your inner child. But just me saying how I did it. Or how I feel like I did it. And you can kind of see, okay, this matches. I see those similarities. Oh my god, when I was younger, I also loved that. So it really isn't like a guide or anything. It's just... How I um, did it for myself and maybe you can find some things that would work for you or that you want to try out so let's get right into it the people who don't know really what an inner child is wow that's hard to describe so I mean well so imagine yourself when you were a child you have those attributes and you have those beliefs those goals and your your brain like it was really a lot that happened there as 
still sticks to us and I think um a lot of the personality that developed there um is still reflected in us and so basically uh, an inner child is this is just everything that a child represents it's this um childishness it's the it's the joy of the simple things it's the uh, lust to wonder about how the universe works um maybe like this innocence and the like being naive and thinking there's so much good for you coming in i know <laughs> okay being naive and thinking that the world is only good maybe let's do that um obviously it's pretty different for everyone because everyone had a ch- different um childhood but for the majority that is what their inner child represents and so i believe that uh we still carry that in ourselves um not those beliefs because they have changed but that essence that essence of a child and in our in our generation we've been so used to pushing that back because we wanted to be seen as adults and no children they don't know anything and sort of really pushing that away and be like i i can't be a bit childish when i'm an adult no so sort of wanting for your inner child to like totally disappear and ignoring that part of you which i believe takes away a lot of joy of being human that's my perspective um but i think that's what really um makes so many people like when you're stuck with being an adult and you have to be serious and you cannot think about anything would work or you have to like behave a certain way and you really all you're doing is just trying to prove every day that you're an adult and you've got your life together and if you just only do that and you don't take your time to be a child which can be anything that doesn't have to be oh let's go and play with some legos it can be literally like i'm just gonna draw the weirdest thing or i'm just gonna like go on a trampoline like whatever you would do as a child you know and really like that's what i think makes a child like that's what i think a child has most is that interest and that fun just like the simplest things and their attention being grabbed by a funny looking cloud so even if if as a child you would lay there and watch the clouds and identify their their forms even if that's something you do i mean do that you know so that's what I think an inner child is. And that's why I think it's so important. But also for the people who've had a rough childhood. Your inner child can be a lot of trauma. And you kind of have to process what happened to you at that age. There comes a the phrase healing your inner child. So 
so much that has happened to you in your childhood that was really not okay processing that because as a child you couldn't you couldn't process that it was too much for you um i like to think of my childhood as great um so i can't really touch upon those traumatic things i think everyone has had some bad stuff happen in their childhood but i haven't experienced something that i would call traumatic so i can't really speak of that but i think if you're connecting with your inner child you are also to some point like healing it because maybe some people had to be had to act like adults when they were children and healing their inner child means doing just doing the things that normal children who grew up in a healthy household would have done wow this is a darker episode than i um initially wanted to be but this is really important so for you maybe you weren't really allowed to be a child because you had to be an adult to deal with the stuff that was happening so either your inner child means that you express this childishness now that you're older teenager adult whatever to feel that you've still done in your life and that you've had this childishness and you're allowing yourself to be a child you know yeah i think that's actually pretty great so now coming to me um what it meant for me to be a child i was just so passionate and so creative and basically getting back to and very free like i did not really think about social structures and that's so funny to me because so many other people did at that time. Like so quickly in elementary school. They're like, oh my god, I want to be like one of those cool kids. And I I think it's interesting how fast that can develop. Also, if you have older siblings and they reflect that kind of hierarchy. Um, but for me, I was just like... <laughs> I literally, as a child, I was like, I'm cool. Like, I believe I'm cool because I'm doing what I want to do. And I'm just going to identify that as cool. And if one person, which is me, says that I'm cool, then I'm cool. Because coolness is subjective. You know. And my best friend hopefully thinks I'm cool too. So we got two people on the same boat. (laughs) And I think we only need two votes to be considered cool. So I'm cool. I guess that's how my my mind went. But I really, I really was like that. I just really acted like I was the cool kid. And it didn't even matter to me if that was right or not. Because I was just like, I'm the cool kid. And I think after that, I was kind of introduced into... You know, when you, you become a teenager, you're introduced to all those social structures. And I have an older sibling, so it was like, hey man, you, you can't be doing that. Because as a teenager, you have to, like, you have all these rules. 
and you just can't you can't just ignore them man so she basically taught me um how to not be the weird kid in high school which I do appreciate <laughs> because I would have damn been bullied to my grave um which you know is not my fault but um it's just I think also when I got into you know high school you have those um you you just have that you compare yourself to other people more and then you hear like oh my god what what pants are you wearing oh my god and at that time it was like put on some skinny jeans what <laughs> and then you're like oh my god my green cord pants were low waist and don't even really fit me anymore because i've been wearing them for years are not considered cool in this environment hello there's a coolest pants i own i'm wearing them like every day which is yes it's true i still love the pants <laughs> they were my coolest pants i had uh three cord pants in three different colors yes and i would wear them every day yeah you know i'd switch them out and then when i was done with all three um the first one was already washed so i would re- i would wear them all the time you know because i was like oh jeans aren't that comfy that stuff um sorry for the crack um <laughs> just stretched so oh man i still love those pants they were so cool <laughs> and so when when you hear that from your new best friend you're like damn okay maybe you're right and then you go in this big shopping hall with your mom wasn't exactly like that but you know um suddenly your mom was like ah your stuff doesn't really fit you anymore um let's get you new stuff and i mean obviously i got some stuff from um my older sister because you know that's just how it is um but i slowly transitioned into suddenly trying to achieve the cool kid look um connected with not what I was like, oh, I'm just cool, however dressed, but with comparing myself to the actually considered cool kids. And that just meant copying and also copying what my older sister did because I was like, you're cool, you know, <laughs> you're older, you're cool. <laughs> um, but basically, I drifted away from my own personal individual style and later on I came to the point where I was like I'm not feeling this and I got introduced to all these different aesthetics and suddenly it wasn't like everyone has to wear the same thing or they're out it was like no one can wear the same thing or they're out so there were all these different aesthetics you know the kid, the e-girl, oh my god, <laughs> um, dark academia, whatever, got all these new aesthetics, and suddenly, you were like, I gotta choose, or I gotta try something out, um, so that's what I did, I, I didn't really choose though, and I just like tried stuff out, and yeah, slowly, I, I, 
developed um, what I thought was like, you know, my personal style. And I did like that. I was like, this, this is cool. I like this. Um, but now I've come to the point where I'm like, I don't really want to go on Pinterest or on Instagram and find my style. I want it to be so personal that you can't even find it on the internet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but it wasn't like, oh my god, I want to be so special. It was like, I just don't feel like there's an aesthetic out there that 100% represents what I wear. Um, which, like, so many outfits that I've worn recently are probably able to be categorized in one specific aesthetic. But for me, it's just, like, the essence of it. And I think the essence is just so personal. So, now I'm at a point where I'm like, I'm just going to wear whatever I want. And I'm going to kind of go back to what I would wear as a kid. So, as a kid, I would really just be like, I really feel like this shirt today. And then I'm like... Oh yeah, I can wear this, these <laughs> cord pants. And it was just like, I really wore shorts, shorts, shirts that had my interest as a picture in the front. So that could be a horse, that could be a puppy, that could be literally like art supplies. I don't know, I don't think I had a shirt like that. But I was like, I'm literally showing everyone what my interest is, just with my shirt. And I find that is an interesting technique to choose your outfits. Um, yes, my sister and my mom were like, please, these pants do not match with that shirt. Put on another shirt. Just put this one on. It also has a horse on it, but it matches a lot more. And I'd be like, no, I feel like this shirt today. And you cannot change my feeling. I will wear this shirt. I don't care what you say. Yeah. And I think that that's really what I'm doing now. I'm, um, I sound so funny, but I'm kind of mismatching. I'm like, this pattern feels good with that pattern. It's not the same pattern. It's not a pattern that really matches, but I just feel like it works. And then I wear it. And then my sister comes in and is like, what the hell are you wearing? Please take it off. Please wear something else. For the love of God. Um, we're not religious. But I'd be like, no. And that's now. And I'm like, no. I feel this today. I think it looks cool. And you know what? It doesn't matter what everyone else thinks. And it doesn't even matter if I do not get a single compliment from the people in school. Or from my family about my outfit. Because... If I go out in this outfit to a city, I know that there are going to be people who are like, damn, that's a cool-ass outfit. I wish I had the courage to wear it. Or, damn, that's a really cool outfit. It, it represents my style. And I want those, like, those people who really think that's cool to tell me that. I don't need to change my look so that I get compliments from other people when I'm like 
yeah, but I'm not really getting compliments for myself. And yeah, it could wear something that I'm like, this is so cool, but it just doesn't really feel like me. Adding on to that, I will still wear stuff that is really simple and that um, might not 100% represent my aesthetic. But I'm talking about those like clothes that I'm like, this is cool. 50% of the population says it's ugly. Okay, let's say 70. Um, I'm still going to buy it because I feel like it's me. Um, which, I don't know, I, I did mention that in one episode. Um, I think it was, like, about not caring what other people think. And it's really like that, if someone else tells me this is the ugliest thing you could ever have bought, you could ever wear, I know that I'm doing it for me. That I'm wearing this for me. And I know that I'm not that person anymore who just wants to be accepted or who is like, I need to wear what everyone else is wearing, so I'm cool. And that's that's what it's about. And however my style will change, however, maybe I'll go into like one specific aesthetic, but I feel like right now is the time where I need to prove to myself that I'm doing it for me, and that in the future, I'm still going to be doing it to me. To me? For me. (laughs) And that however many, oh my god, I hate what you're wearing, or however many disgusting looks I'll get, okay, I hope it's not that bad, (laughs) but um, it's just, I think I just need to prove to myself right now that I'm I'm wearing this stuff that I'm wearing for me and that it's um, just a form of self-expression. Also, um, at some point I just felt like I was really copying my sister or just really going only after her opinion. Mm, Which I guess is also natural when you have an older sibling. But I also want to kind of drift away from that. So this sort of ends the fashion aspect of it. I will make a second part of this. I don't know about a third. Um, Let's see how much I'll talk. But yeah, thank you so much for listening.